this is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make tons more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. I'm joined by my trusty sidekick, Ramon. How are you, Ramon? I am doing fantastic. Living the dream. Living the dream. As the kids say. You know, we got a guy here in the studio with us. I noticed that. Did you notice that? I wouldn't. A husky idler, I like to call him. Just didn't wander (laughs) off the streets there. (laughs) My my f- great friend, forever, almost, seems like forever. Nice. Seems like too long, doesn't it? Ronnie Ham, ladies and gentlemen. Now, last time you were here, Ronnie, we were talking about your dating habits on Hinge. Hinge. That's right. <laughs> Where he met some women that were unhinged, <clears throat> we were I recall. Talking about black ice. Things went poorly. Black <laughs> ice, that's right. Now, uh, we also have a caller. We also have a caller. There's a lot of things going on here today. So is the caller on the line? Jonathan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. It's the lovely Jonathan Stevens. He's been with us before. He's a repeat offender. (laughs) Now, before we get going here, we always start with the headlines of the day. You know that, right, Ramon? Oh, do I? This is news that you can use, infotainment. So I don't know if you saw this, but Britney Spears has posted pictures of herself naked to prove she's not crazy. Did you see that, Ramon? I did see that, yes. Mm -hmm. And I can say from personal experience, that does not work. (laughs) Now, Jonathan, uh, are you still with us? Yes. Okay. What You had a question about real estate. We're going to get back to real estate, finally. Might as well. All right. What's your question, Jonathan? Uh. My question is, when you are cold calling and um, someone picks up the phone and you ask, uh, are you thinking of selling your house? And they say, my home is currently on the market. Do you just hang up the phone and go to the next person or do you say something to that? That's a, uh, well, you'd say, is it currently listed with a real estate professional? Because on the market could mean I put it on Craigslist or uh, I'm invisible as a for sale by owner. Uh, it could mean that could mean different things. Okay. And if they say yes to that question, yes, it is listed with a real estate professional. Yes. Uh, then you say, okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. You're not allowed okay. to. The real estate, the realtor code of ethics says that uh, you cannot target uh, listings. Like you can't go into the MLS and look for listings that have been on the market for uh, like let's say just shy of six months or something like that, knowing that they're probably going to expire. You can't target people like that. But if – in it also says that if you're just randomly calling down the street and you happen to bump into somebody who's listed, that's not a problem. You okay. cannot encourage somebody to cancel their listing or anything that even smells remotely like that. If they bring it up, though, 
if they were to bring it up and say, I'm very unhappy with my realtor, I am listed, it's okay for you to say, when does your listing agreement expire? In fact, if you were to call the agent that has it listed and ask them when it expires, they have to tell you that. Really? Mm -hmm. And you could go on the listing presentation now and list it now for the for the listing date to start. They could sign the listing today and the start date of the listing would be one day after it expires. So you can do that, although that's okay. unlikely to happen, although I have done that. Really? Yeah. And wow. then Murphy's Law kicks in and it sells the very last day of the other guy's listing and you want to shoot yourself in the face. But they bring it up old stuff. There's no reason to <laughs> get upset about that. <laughs> Now, Jonathan, you're and, already on the line. Do you have any other questions that are scintillating? Yeah, I have, oh, I have, oh, here we go. So sometimes when I ask... You just got a I, listing I, I, too, didn't you? Yes, I did. So how old are you? 23. Ronnie, he's a punk. By our standards, this guy's a punk. <laughs> young buck. Yeah, is that what we call it? Young buck, young buck, <laughs> show me your antlers. <laughs> That's right. So... Uh, so he's doing very well as a fearless agent. You took a listing yesterday, wasn't that the story? Uh, yes. And how did you get that one? Who were they? They were cold. They, I cold called them. Ooh, uh, got a little chilly in here when he said cold call. <laughs> it is a little chilly in here, by the way, isn't it? It's actually. Yeah. We can yeah. maybe warm that up. Tell what religion I am. All right. So we're proud of you for that. Okay. Now what's your question, Jonathan? So uh, my question is um, – I was booking. I booked an appointment this morning, and she canceled it before I got off the line because when I answered, when I asked her the million dollar question, she got frustrated, um, and she just got frustrated with me, and she hung up. Is that something on my end that I did wrong, or should I just have not tried to push the question out of her? I think like, there may be the listeners tuning in who don't know what the million dollar question is. So. so what he's referring to, folks, is the ingredients to a gettable listing appointment. So if you're going to go on a listing appointment and it's going to be gettable by anybody and you want to make sure you get it, then you would want to have these things in place. I like to use an acronym. You know what an acronym is, Ronnie? Is that like macrame or no different? No, acronym is like uh, fear, false Thanks. evidence appearing real. That's an acronym. Yeah, my favorite acronym is Czechoslovakia, but I can't remember what it stands for exactly. Too many letters. So this one is B. So write this down. B, both home. All the decision makers are there. So if it's a husband and wife, you don't want to show up when either the husband or wife is not there or two partners that own the house. Everybody's got to be there. Know-it-all, son-in-law, whoever. I is the next letter in the acronym. That would be I'm gonna sell. I have to sell. It's a real, live, motivated seller who's gonna sell. And the only question is who's the agent going to be? T stands for two hours to spend. So you've booked the appointment in such a way you not you know they're not going to be bailing out halfway through your presentation Um and it would take two hours to get a listing. To not get the listing, you know, wouldn't take anywhere near that long. But if you're going to get it and fill everything out and do everything right, that's probably a two-hour extravaganza. Uh, C M A 
information gathered. So you've asked them all the information over the phone to get all the information you would need to do a ballpark market analysis. CMA, if you're brand new in real estate, stands for Country Music Awards. That's beside the point. Um, H is the final word in the acronym, and that would be how much they think their house will sell for. And you get that and how much they owe. So you get that by asking the million-dollar question. You say, so So you've asked them a bunch of questions. They're in the habit of answering all the questions. And then uh, you say, so if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly, what price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your house? And that's going to be a much different answer than if they were, if you were to ask, how much do you think your house is worth? It'll be a lower answer. So when you asked that, she said, what? She said, um, I don't know. Well, if you did know, what would the answer be? And then she'd say $147,315.19. Or she would say, well, I really don't have any idea. And then I'd say, well, you know, for a million-dollar prize, you'd probably guess. So what's your guess? And then she'd say, well, gee, Bob, isn't it your job to tell me the value of my house? And I'd say, oh, yeah, but this is a mental health quiz. I want to find out if you're nuts before I show up. So what's the number? (laughs) So, So I'm not going if they don't answer that question. But that's up to you. So you never got it answered. Is that correct? Yes. Well, and you're going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that. He's next week he'll tell us how that went. We're we're I, I guess we'd say we're uh rooting for him, but we're not betting on him. <laughs> that, the way gets that is the slogan. Yeah. By the way, I'm enjoying hey. a lovely beverage. Uh Ronnie, do you have a lovely beverage? I, I don't actually. You didn't any. bring a lovely beverage. That requires a song, uh, a theme. Does it? Yeah. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your <sighs> That's very refreshing. <laughs> That's good coffee. Okay. So, uh, Jonathan, what other questions do you have? Uh, and my last question is getting This is the, the last listing. question. And then he's got to go. you got a thing to go to, don't you? Yeah. Yes, I he's do. Got a thing. Uh, getting the listing signed. So after you say, um, how long do you want it to actually take to get your money? Um, At the end of the pricing presentation, presentation. you say, so I'll leave it entirely up to you. Now, when you say those words, they think they're going to pick a price. And then you say, how long do you actually want it to take for you to get your money? So in comedy, we call that the callback. You're familiar with the callback, aren't you, Yeah. Yeah. So in in the middle of the pricing presentation, you'd say, uh, I I know you've seen this, but, you know, there's houses where the asking price is up here. I'm holding my hand up on radio. This really looks great, right? I'm holding my hand up. They list the house up here, and then it ends up selling for down here. I lowered my arm for that, Okay. And then they go, yeah, I've seen that. And then uh, there are some times when people will ask this much down here and it ends up selling up here for more. So isn't that undeniable proof that there is no relationship whatsoever between the asking price and the sales price? In fact, when you're choosing 
the asking price, you're not choosing how much you're going to get. You're choosing how long you're going to wait to get what you're going to get. So when you're choosing the asking price, you're not choosing how much you're going to get because if we were, we would just pick 50 googillion dollars and we'd be googillionaires, right? So when you're choosing the asking price, you're not choosing how much you're going to get. You're choosing how long you're going to wait to get what you're going to get anyway. And then you do the rest of the pricing presentation. At the very end, at the close, you say, so I'll leave it entirely up to you. How long do you actually want to wait before you get your money? And then they go, oh, uh, you know, and then they tell you whatever they tell you. And then whatever they tell you, Unless it was like, oh, we're panicking and we need our money immediately because of you know some deadline that's looming. Um, but in most cases, it wouldn't affect the amount you recommend for the initial asking price. You've already made that decision by the time you show up probably, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Did that answer your question or was there more to it? I think that was the no, setup. So my question was at, after that point. So when they give you the time saying, all right. Uh, your signature goes here. That getting getting them to sign the listing paperwork. Then I say, okay. Good. Now I have a little homework assignment for you, and uh, you're going to do it while I'm here. This is the seller property disclosure statement. So the seller property disclosure statement literally is a gift from God to realtors. So they're filling that out on paper. And it is the thing that they might call it something different in your state. What do they call it in your state, Jonathan? Same thing, a seller's disclosure. Okay. So it's where the seller is saying, I am aware of or unaware of improvements, conditions, stuff about the property itself, its proximity to airport noise, all all that kind of stuff. So they're filling that out, and that that normally is a multi-page thing. So I say, you you start filling that out while I do my work here. And then they take pen and put it to paper and they mentally, they're they're saying, this is it. I'm listing my house. Now, we haven't talked about commission. We haven't talked about length of the term of the listing. We haven't talked about the lockbox. We haven't talked about any of that stuff. But you'll see them hesitating to pick up the pen to start filling out the seller property disclosure. And then they'll pick it up. They'll go, okay, yeah, I guess we're doing this. And then they start filling it out. And it gives them something to do while you're filling out the listing paperwork. So you should have in probably this order, uh, I would have listing kits in my car and at home. So it's a manila folder, my favorite product from the Philippines, Ronnie. Nice. And it would have in it the uh, uh, seller property disclosure statement would be on top. Beneath that would be the legal language of the listing agreement. That's the agreement between me and them. Then there would be uh, agency. Then there would be lead-based paint. Then there would be any other disclosures like like in my town that there would be pool disclosures, uh, you know, wastewater, septic, that kind of stuff. What else is there, Ronnie? I'm not a realtor anymore. You know. Um yeah, just property disclosure is the main thing. Yeah, any, anything, any other disclosures. And then, uh, and then the last thing would be the property profile where it's the room measurements and the circling this, you know, all the features and stuff. And so when they say, okay, I think I'm done with that, then I'm 
partway through that property profile, which I'm going to come back the next day and fill out more completely. So they say, okay, I'm done. They set down the pen and then I pick up the pen. I turn it around. I say, yeah, that looks correct. And then I push it back over to them. I hand them the pen and I say, I need you to sign right there at the bottom of that. Then they're still holding the pen. I say, now this is the agreement between you and I. This says, this is you. This is here. I need you to initial right here for the lockbox. So they initial there. I say, this says, uh, uh, I, let's see, this says, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Say something funny, Ronnie, while I think of what I'm supposed to say. Well, I mean, you're just going through the going through the. the oh, list this says I get paid seven percent no matter what if your house sells. Got it. This says I get paid zero no matter what if your house does not sell. This says you agree to stick with me for as long as it takes, and I'm going to have you sign right here. And norm more often than not, they just sign that. So if they're going to have if you're going to have a problem with them, it's probably going to be right then. Okay. So the problem would be about the length of the term of the listing, which for me was one year. That is non-negotiable. Or it would be about the amount of the commission, which was 7%. And for me, that is non-negotiable. It could go up, but it was not going to go below that. And then uh, – so I would deal with that then and there. Um, but if they're not willing to list for a year, not willing to have a lockbox, not willing to pay me 7%. I am walking out their front door and I am taking their tens of thousands of extra dollars that no other agent could get them with me and they will never see it again unless they decide to call me back and I tell them that. Did that answer your question, Jonathan? He's yeah, asleep. He did. fell asleep. <laughs> <during> the... <laughs> he no, dozed no, off in the middle of my very long yeah. verbose answer. I was writing down. That's why. Oh, he's writing like, stuff down. Hey, let that be a lesson to the rest of you folks in Radioland. <laughs> well, yes, that that answered my question a lot. Thank you. Now, if somebody if was thinking to... about becoming a fearless agent like you, Jonathan, what would your advice to them be? Do it immediately. Immediately. I, I paid I, him to say that. Bob, <laughs> if you remember, Bob, when we first met, I spoke. This is a million. How long people. ago was that? Maybe four months ago. Well, then I don't remember. I'm old. Are you kidding me right now? Is he serious? I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. And Bob just told me, I spoke, you have to learn to say and and ask. It was just so many words. Oh, oh yes. Jonathan, Jonathan is from the hood. Word. He says things like, I be axing you. <laughs> so to uh, Jonathan's mother's pleasant surprise, I have taught him to say the word ask. Nice. <laughs> it's good to have goals. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Congratulations on that and, and your real estate success too, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank now, he's a smart guy. This guy went to – what was it? King's College, didn't you? Yeah. It's called the King's College. The King's I, I College. Finish, yeah. Now, do you know – have you heard of the King's College, uh, Ramon? I have not. Dinesh D'Souza is the president of King's College. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. name I Remember know. Remember the Dinesh? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Doreen, uh, I got a picture of Doreen standing next to Dinesh D'Souza. Remember Doreen singing the TV show theme songs here on the podcast? How could I forget? It's hard to forget her. Yes. Yeah, I have, she was elbowing people out of the way. At another political event, Doreen was knocking little old ladies down, jumping over luggage, on election night to be photographed next to John Voight. 
John Voigt. Who sold his car to George Costanza, That's right. if I recall. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Nice. That's right. Well, Jonathan, uh, thank you for being on the show. You can call Jonathan and uh, refer him business. He's got to go to a thing, but you can call him toll-free day or night in Metuchen, New Jersey at 908-655-7870. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Have a good one. Now, uh, by the way, if any of the stuff we talk about on this this here podcast makes sense to any of you out there and you have to be happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, like Jonathan was, if you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone number. Will I answer it? No, but I feel free to call it anyway. No, I'll answer it, and that we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do, if it would be a good fit for you. Uh, if it is, you will get rich, and if it's not, then we'll just admit that to each other, and I'm still happy, happy to help you in any other ways I can. Uh, you can go to fearlessagent.com. If you already know it would be a good fit for you, sign up for coaching there. There's a video uh, webinar there, about 45 minutes long. I would recommend you watch that. If you go to the video training page, those free training videos on my website would be way better coaching than you would get from any other coach in America. That is my guarantee. And you can call me anytime if you have a question at 480-385-8810. So, Ronnie, you – You've noticed that you have to memorize some stuff in order to be a real estate agent, right? That is correct, yeah. Now, Ronnie is a memorizer of many things. Sadly, most of them are jokes that we cannot tell <laughs> on the Fearless Agent podcast. Yeah, that is, that is accurate. We've actually. rehabbed a few of them to yeah. get him in here. Yeah, and we'll be edited. Mm-hmm. It's the- Highly editing. But one of the secrets uh, – so – in a, in a previous episode, we were talking about the expired list intro, and that is the close at the end of the Fearless Agent listing presentation and the opener, which is the expired list intro, which is something you use on every listing, whether it's an expired, a FISBO, or anything, um, is something that I would memorize. So the opener and the close, you should have memorized because you don't want to choke on that. And uh, the secret to that is just to break it down in little tiny chunks so that uh, you memorize one little one little part of it and then you go on. Once you've got that memorized, then take the second part, memorize it by itself, then put those two together, memorize those two together, say them until you got it, then do the third part by itself and then – so. Listening to the whole thing or reading the whole thing or writing the whole thing all the way through over and over again is not the way to memorize uh, that kind of stuff. Even Ronnie's jokes. you got to break them down. Yeah. Ronnie's reclining, so he's nowhere near the microphone. It's what <laughs> we don't do in radio. He, you got to lean that's, forward. That's better. He's reclining. <laughs> we need to get a lazy boy lounger in here. So, you know, Jonathan was talking about uh, – by the way, so when when you sign up for Fearless Agent Coaching, I, I do recommend that you memorize a couple of things, but usually not so much. So if on the audio tracks of the listing presentation, I believe there are 12 uh, or 13 of those. So um, 
memorized on tracks 2 and 12 and then be competent, uh, be a rock star at tracks 2, 3, 4, 5, and 12, be memorized on 2 and 12 and just kind of be a, uh, be able to make the point well in your own words or mine on 6 through 11. So there's not a whole lot to learning that and then the visuals are just cues to remind you what you're supposed to be talking about next. So, um, so I was – you know, reading a letter from one of my coaching students the other day, and he was talking about how, how in the last seven days, uh, you know, Jonathan was talking about prospecting, but he was talking about how in the last seven days he had done about six and a half hours of prospecting, which is not that much. Uh, but he had 152 people say, no, I don't want to sell my house to him. Uh, he had scheduled five listing appointments in those seven days and in those six and a half hours. So if you look at that, it would, and he took one listing. So it took 1.3 hours uh, to book each of the five listing appointments. It would be normal if two of them were to cancel – is that about your ratio, Ronnie? Yes. Not on the Hinge dating app, but on no. <laughs> prospecting. Yeah. yeah, Hinge is more. Hinge is a much worse yeah. ratio, yeah. much worse. First of all, you have a picture on your profile, don't you? That is correct. That hurts yeah. your cause. I yes, think. yes. <laughs> that high school, highly yeah. retouched graduation photo. By the way, we're going to – I was 26 in the picture and that's right. not as much now. So That's right. So we're going to talk about so we're going to plumb the depths of Ronnie. Now Ronnie, there's an interesting thing about Ronnie that I don't think we talked about last time. We're going to get to that in a minute. So, so in six hours, six and a half hours of prospecting, he took one listing, took one point three hours for each listing appointment scheduled, uh, but the dollars per hour he earned while prospecting were about four hundred and thirty dollars. Now, if you did that forty hours a week, that would be about eight hundred thousand dollars a year. So um, there's nothing more profitable you'd likely do than that. Now, because of this is in my head now. So when I met Ronnie, we were at a real estate event. That is correct. And it was a thing called Managing Goals Achievements. Okay. Yeah. So the, the idea was – I'm not sure what, ha- what came out of that, but it was a goal-setting thing. Yeah. Right? And it was two real estate companies, mine and Ronnie's. We're agents and then uh, in their respective companies and then we have to get up and talk in front of the group. So this is most people's worst fear in life is getting up and talking in front of a group. You and I have a poor sense of our own personal boundaries. So that's no problem for us. But it is a problem for others when we do it. Yeah. So he gets up and he starts saying some – relatively crazy things. And I said, oh, this guy and I, we're going to become friends for life. I already knew that. And that did happen yes, on that did. day. Yes, so, uh, But one of the little uh, things he shared is that he had a former girlfriend that had her own action figure doll. <laughs> right? That is correct. Yep. <laughs> so, so remember <clears throat> the World Wrestling Federation. It wasn't just the doll. Right. She was a person too. No, no, yeah. she was a person. Yeah, exactly. a real it's person. creepy if you just carry a doll. No, no, it was creepy either yeah. way. And yes, we're back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that so that his girlfriend was the former World Wrestling Federation star China. You remember her? I do. Yes. Do you? Yeah. You know, she's no longer with us. She has since uh, passed away, which is sad. But uh 
Ronnie was her boyfriend in high school. Is that that is right? correct. Yep. <laughs> Small. Who knew? Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Yep. Little claim to fame there. So uh, now and then she becomes the uh, – TV sensation, I guess, and then you become a real estate agent and <laughs> and you get to hang out with me right. and be on a podcast right. that no one listens to. <laughs> Dozens of people are actually listening probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've had enough. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Ronnie? No. You'll be here next week too, won't oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yeah. I'm going right. to get better at this. Oh, yeah. So once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do. Visit us at fearlessagent.com. By the way, if you are a real estate company owner and you would like to recruit more producing agents than you are now, you can also call me. You could go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and then call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you're looking at. And until next week, we do what we always do. Three things, Ronnie, you know. Have fun. If it ain't fun, we're not doing it. Is that right? That's right. Be humble now that you have your newfound skills. But as always, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh,